Welcome back to the Owl Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Carpenter. Today, we're joined by two members of our Theta Omega chapter at Middle Tennessee, Jake Vogel and Connor Allen, to discuss their recruitment efforts over the past year. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, how's it going? Doing well. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Pretty all right. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Glad to have you on the podcast today. I've got a couple questions for you all, so we'll just go ahead and jump right in. My first question. So first off, congratulations. Y'all finished up another semester of recruiting. Uh, walk our th- listeners through how your spring recruitment semester finished up. Uh, I think we uh, actually did pretty well. I believe from everything I've heard that we uh, broke the record of the most uh, spring pledges that Sigma Pi Theta Omega has ever had, our uh, chapter here at MTSU. Um, we uh, started the... Uh, we did two uh, recruitment classes this past spring, one at the beginning of the spring and uh, one at the I guess very end of March, maybe the uh, first week of April, and got about three more guys in that. So in total, I believe we had 12 guys signed, and we walked away with, I believe, eight who are going to either who have been initiated or will be initiated at the end of the summer. Very nice. Congratulations on that. Yeah, thanks. It's pretty, uh, pretty awesome. We're uh, excited to see our chapter grow. Well, congratulations to you guys on that. That is fantastic. Moving on to my second question. In the fall, you also took multiple classes in one semester. How did the chapter accomplish this? Um, so after our uh, really big fall class, we, uh, you know, we were happy with where we were at, me and Connor, recruitment-wise but we still wanted more. So we started looking at the bylaws about how our pledge ship for Sigma Pi nationally has to be uh, a maximum or a minimum of six weeks, or that's just how long they can do it. doesn't mean you can go uh, eight weeks. It means it has to be six weeks, but you can go less than six weeks as long as you cover everything with their modules, the tightrope, the plaid uh, modules, so we kind of got in our heads, well, could we do a second pledge class within these last six weeks, you know, two weeks for recruiting and four weeks for their education. Uh, I was a new member at the time also. So me and Connor kind of just worked together on a whole plan and we planned out the next month. We planned out two weeks of recruitment, new rush events, stuff we hadn't done before. We talked about how much more we're going to have to be on campus since, you know, there's no one's really expecting a second pledge class. Luckily for us, it worked. We ended up getting more guys and just growing our chapter, and it was a great experience. Just going off what Jake said, uh, thankfully, I mean, I don't know about any other campus, but uh, MTSU is also recruit 365, uh, which means just any time of year you can get a guy. Uh, we were also, what helped with uh, doing this is that we knew we had interest. There were a bunch of guys who'd been coming out to any events that we were having, whether it just be watching football or something, guys who just hang out, we were just like, well, why don't you just go ahead and join, you know? Um, we as well, 
another thing that Jake said, guys usually will use a spring to experiment with rush events. The great thing about doing the second class is that you can just use that so you're not you're not messing around or going to drop the ball with one of your uh, biggest times of year to recruit, if that makes sense. And in the second pledge class, it really, really helps us uh, get new ideas, that sort of thing. Um, it also helps your newest members get a feel for recruitment so they know what to expect when it's time to recruit in the first weeks of spring or the first weeks of fall. Yeah, absolutely. It gives you all the opportunity to you know, really experiment and see when is the best time to pick up some new members. You know, likewise, if you have some stragglers from a, a previous recruitment period, you can potentially pick them up. That's awesome. Moving on to my third question. What key aspects of your recruitment efforts do you think aided in your success? Well, I think um, one of the key aspects that me and Connor did was we uh, made a solid plan about probably two months from when fall was going to start me and him were working together at the time um with an alumni at a plant farm so we basically had eight hours every day where we could just talk and figure out what our plan was that was a big help and we were both on the same page most of the time and we came to conclusions about what would really get us big and what would get our name out there um another thing was we had the chapter behind us we were about 22 men and you know when it's that small of a chapter you don't have to worry about people you know telling you oh like well, i gotta go do this i can't come to the recruitment event i gotta go do this or coming up with excuses because you know everyone pretty personally and you can kind of call them out on uh, their line or not and be like no i need you here man and uh another thing we did was after every recruitment event me and connor would just send texts like uh after action reports, we'd be like, Hey, this is what worked last night. Here's some things that we saw that uh, people were doing. Like you guys need to get off your phones, go talk to people, don't be sitting down, go talk to people, stuff like that. And, um, just, uh, one of the things I did too, was we were a chapter, you know, didn't have a house, wasn't the biggest. So I kind of told every pledge that I met or every P and M that I met, um, about joining a fraternity it's about the brotherhood you know it's not about what they have it's about who you like the most so i would always tell them even if you're gonna have a a house or a cabin somewhere this chapter has if you don't enjoy your brotherhood you're not gonna like that house you're not gonna like this cabin you're not gonna like these things that these guys have that they flash around so i think that really uh, spoke to a lot of the guys we got in that fall class and it worked well yeah, no. Um, yeah, that's a going off the uh, first part of what Jake was saying about having a plan. I mean, we were lucky the fact that we we're working together and just be able to go through everything. I mean, we didn't leave a single stone unturned. I felt like, uh, of course, once you get into recruitment, that's a certain questions arise. We were very prepared. I feel like, um. And then another thing that also helped out, because we were dwindling on numbers real quick. Uh, I know at one point it seemed like we weren't even going to have a chapter if things kept going the way was, they were going. Uh, we were uh, doing recruitment workshops as well. Uh, I'd always uh, heard about bigger chapters across the country, whether it's Sigma Pi or not. Uh, they all uh, you know get together before recruitment starts and walk through everything, how to talk to guys, what to expect, 
that sort of thing. Uh, and I just remember we made a PowerPoint. We sat everyone down a couple of days before school started. And I just made everyone look around and be like, uh, as you can see, we're not, <laughs> we look like we're dying right now. We need to pick things up. The large part that helped us this fall, I think, was uh, out of necessity, but that didn't uh, hurt us by any means, if that makes sense. It wasn't like we were, uh, because uh, everyone came together and wanted to recruit, we were able to get a ton of guys and decide who we were able to bid and who we didn't want to. It wasn't like we just got a bunch of, we just grabbed and blanket bidded. We didn't do anything like that. Uh, I think a big aspect is, just trying to find the leaders in your chapter and then being the ones who really take on recruitment. Uh, you see that I think a big issue is if you like, dude doesn't have a voice or anything like that in the chapter, he's not going to get his guys to recruit. Uh, recruitment is uh, for a lot of guys, probably some of the most uncomfortable things they have to do being in this fraternity. Cause when you're just meeting new guys and you're not knowing what to expect and you don't know what to talk about half the time. Uh, so you really got to have someone there to push you to do it. One thing both of you mentioned was dwindling membership size. You know, I heard the number 22. That's where you all started fall of 2021 at, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And where are you at now? How many members do we have in the in Theta Omega? We're at 49. So you all effectively doubled the chapter in less than a year just by doing these multiple recruitment classes a semester. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. It worked really well. It sounds like it. That, that's fantastic, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That, and that kind of segues into my next question. Um, you know, what types of events did you all host to get these new members out? To go off of uh, that, what I've been changing is I don't think it's necessarily even about the event. Um, I think it's about giving the chapter a voice. So we, uh, Jake and I really took this uh, idea of the recruitment committee to a full head of steam. So grab the some of the best guys we can think of threw them in a group chat and we just started spitballing uh, rush events pretty much. I mean, most of it was coming from Jake and I, I feel like, but you know, an idea here or there doesn't help. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Um, and then we take a list of that and we try to think, we look at the amount of uh, weeks there are in our rush. So it's usually about two to three weeks. So we have a lot of leeway to work with a lot of time, you know, I should say. And we would, get it the right number, like say five to seven events, and we'd send uh it's like fourteen events in the group chats that we have and make all the guys vote on them to see what events guys would actually show up to. I think that's what helped a uh, uh, absolute helped the uh, tremendously. Because I remember in my last few years of recruitment, it was like guys want to show up because they didn't like the idea of the event. So now we're letting the chapter have a big voice in it. Uh, we always start off our rush with just a classic. It's called Meet the Brothers. I'm sure a lot of chapters do it. We love doing it. Uh, it's really just, I mean, it's like a, just a convention for us to all get together as a, as a chapter and all the P&Ms to show up. And, you know, there's not really anything going on. Maybe we'll have a game on in the background or people will be uh, playing Xbox or listening to music. And we just talk to guys. We get to know them uh, on a personal level. And then uh, after they've, you know, they've gotten to meet us, we kind of move up from there to more events where there's stuff going on. Because you know the guy now. You can start doing stuff with them. And you don't have to worry about them, you know, kind of being afraid of, oh, I don't know them. I don't want to go jump into this. 
Uh, one of my favorite events we've done, we've done it in the past two semesters now, is poker and pork or poker and pizza, whichever way you want to do it. We get all of our brothers to bring over poker chips and we just set up a bunch of tables and we have multiple games of Texas Hold'em on. We've got a brother running blackjack, all that. You know, there's no money involved because you can't do that to P&Ms, but it's still fun. And you get just a bunch of pork or like barbecue or you can go get pizzas from Costco, which is what we did once. And everyone eats, everyone plays. And when you're playing cards, you get to know someone pretty well. And it's always a good time. Um, we like to do bonfires and stuff like that. It's a good time. Uh, maybe in the spring, don't do it. It's a little cold. Everyone uh, might try to leave you. But in the fall, if it's a nice temperature out that night, it's great to do. Um, we also do a lot of stuff revolved around uh, food and sporting events like NFL. If there's going to be a big NFL game on one day, try to set it during then because, you know, a lot of the P&Ms are these new freshmen or just moving into dorms and stuff like that. You know, they don't have anywhere to go watch the game or they don't want to go eat at the dining hall by themselves. So you're like, hey, free food. Come watch the game with the guys. Come get to know us. And it really gets people out. Uh, another thing is uh, just because you have all these recruitment events, it doesn't mean that's all you can do. You also got to go take these guys out to lunch. You got to be texting them 24-7. You got to remember all of their names if you're the recruitment head. I mean, there's guys we I mean, we didn't even bid, and I can remember their name right now, and I'm sure Connor can too. It's all about finding a sweet spot. It's an event guys want to come out to, and it's not too expensive for the chapter. And it's an event that people uh, like P&Ms can make it too easily. And it sounds like you all put a lot of thought into this as you were planning these events for uh, for your recruitment periods. And it sounds like you all had, saw a lot of success with that as well. I have one final question for you. What advice do you have for other chapters who may be struggling with their recruitment? Uh, go into it with a plan for sure. Uh, me, I know it's – there could be a kid listening right now or he's not like a big plan guy. Coming from me, I usually never have one, but it's definitely helped out a lot. I've broken my uh, recruitment into multiple phases over the last uh, year. Like First and foremost, coming up with the events. Second, making a solid flyer. Uh, don't make anything that just looks... If you can't take pride in it, don't release it. Um, like, I'm, I'm no graphic design guy. I it's taken me a while to even get decent at it. But if you can't, if you're going to look back at like, think about how uh, guys will see this thing. And if it looks like trash, they're going to think y'all are trashy. Uh, I mean, we got like a, we get a numbers list from IFC, the text, and I always break it up individually for each guy in the chapter of text, about seven numbers. Um, and then fourth, get some recruitment workshops going. And that's like usually my pre-recruitment uh, plans. Just set all that kind of thing up. And you can break it down any way you want. Just make sure you have different phases so you don't get overwhelmed. So I like have first phase, second phase, third phase. Uh, uh, this is something that I think going forward from being that sophomore who went into – or freshman who took over at, right after initiation – uh, you definitely need an older guy doing it. Uh, at least someone, if you, at least someone who's been in the chapter for two recruitment cycles, just so they can see what to do, what to think. Um, I think just experience is key. 
I'm not saying just completely leave that one bright-eyed freshman out of the whole uh, recruitment mix. I mean, let them help show them the ropes, but you need to start getting some older guys in there. And it's not to say, like, you could have a star out of nowhere, but more than likely, more than likely or not, uh, he's just not, it's going to be very underwhelming. Uh, just because you know people doesn't mean you know how to recruit people. Uh, reach out to other chapters. Uh, they never really, uh, that's what I was always trying to do is always trying to reach out to other uh, single pod chapters, see what they do, see that kind of thing. And a lot of times I understand that guys may not respond, but it is better to reach out than not. Uh, if you ever, uh, if any guys listening right now ever needs any tips, I mean, if you go to MTSU Sigma Pi and DM us, would be more than, more than happy. And they'll give you my number or Jake's number, and we definitely send you some information. Uh, start keeping track of what you do throughout your recruitment cycle. Uh, since I'm going to be graduating soon, I've been thinking about it. I've been doing this for about three years now. Uh, I've been trying to write down every single thing that I do, even the most uh, smallest thing, just in case, like, you know, details are everything. Uh, you read something one way, another guy will read it a different way. So be very details oriented with this, but I'm trying to make a little booklet that I can just give to the next guy after and just say, Hey, hit me up for questions or this should cover a lot of things. But that's another thing too. Uh, if you're that recruitment chair right now, you need to be there for the guy coming after you. You got to help them out. Uh, there's a, uh, don't be that guy who's just uh, bragging about, you know, being being the greatest recruiter ever and then not uh, never reaching back out to the guy. Help them out. Uh, you know, if, if he succeeds, we all succeed. My best advice is uh, play to your chapter strengths. Uh, I think me and Connor, we know our chapter pretty well. We know all the guys in it, what they're like, what our chapter is like, you know, just the culture of the chapter. Uh, you know, we wouldn't make uh, our rush, everyone seem like, hey, everyone dress this way, everyone act this way. We said, no, you got to act, you know, a certain way because there's bylaws and there's stuff. You can't be doing this here. You can't be saying that there. But play to your chapter strengths. Be like, uh, if our chapter's big on sports, start doing sporting stuff. And you'll get guys who like that type of stuff to join your chapter and they'll just fit right in. Another thing to recommend is, uh, Read the bylaws of your school. We used to think that uh, if someone accepted a bid, then dropped, you couldn't bid them for a year. You can just bid them again right out the gate. They can join you right out the gate. That's how we got a few of the guys. So make sure you look into those bylaws. You can uh, get some guys off of that. Even uh, even if uh, it doesn't come to anything, it's still good to know those. And like Connor was saying, a solid plan. I would really recommend the after action reports. Just, you know, if you're head recruitment or you're just on the recruitment committee and you're seeing stuff that is working or stuff that isn't working that you think needs to be changed, let the chapter know. Don't just uh, sit there silently and not say anything because you're not going to change and uh, it's not going to get better if you don't. Yeah, you just got to be honest with yourselves. Um, you're going off playing with your chapter strengths. I mean, if you can make a. Set up uh, guys who are like-minded in the groups, you know, and uh, 
bring them around, and then if once you're meeting a P&M and your conversation's going dry, toss them to that guy. I mean, there's all sorts of ways you can do things. I mean, and it's not like with this plan you're going to get every single guy you can, but at least you're going to have a better, uh, <laughs> your likelihood of getting someone who you're competing with another chapter for is much higher. Another thing, advice, uh, don't just sit there and act like you can't uh, do something because, oh, I don't have a house, I don't have this, I don't have that. Uh, I'll be honest, I mean, I've fallen into it before. I've seen guys fall into it before. But then again, we got, I think, what was it, Jake, the uh, third highest uh, or third largest recruitment class uh, last fall and like the second highest this uh, spring? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we have, we really didn't have much going our way except just brotherhood outright, and we're keeping up with all the, the dudes who had a lot of land, a lot of property. Uh, uh, it's kind of like the phrase, uh, money doesn't buy happiness, but it sure makes it easy. Uh, I mean, a house doesn't buy you pledges, you know. Um, <laughs> it might make it easier, but you still got to put down some groundwork for it. Guys, that was all very helpful, very insightful, and I know that a lot of our members are going to hear this and definitely take that into their fall recruitment here in the here in a couple of months. I appreciate you all hopping on the podcast today and sharing this information with us. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. It was uh, pretty awesome. I hope that anything we said could help someone out. Thanks a lot, Drew. Absolutely. Thank you all. But that will wrap up today's discussion. Thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Owl Talk podcast. And thank you, Jake and Connor, for giving us some recruitment insight. For everyone listening, make sure to hit subscribe and please leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, I believe.